You are listening to a podcast from UIB Right. Hello and welcome. We are here in the studio on behalf of the Writing Support Podcast to talk about the topic genres and the writing process of masters and PhD students. My name is Elena and next to me sits Alan. Hello. And with us here today we have Montserrat Castellón. I am Montserrat Castellón coming from Barcelona, from the Universitat Ramon Llull, where I normally teach and do research. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, welcome. So you have conducted extensive research on academic writing uh, and the teaching of writing regarding graduates and PhD students. Uh, one of the topics you have looked at is academic uh, genres. So what genres should students master? There is a big bunch of genres that the students have to master, but I think that the first point which is important to have into account is that writing is important not only to communicate knowledge, to share what we have done and what we have learned with others, but writing is also important to generate knowledge, to learn. So it's a way to think also. Through writing you can rethink your first thoughts. Mm -hmm. And uh, genres are ways to organize thinking. So our society is organized through genres. So we use them even without noticing. For example, if I say once upon a time you spec probably that this is going to be a story, a tale, mm. and uh, that's a genre. So we say something and you have a expectation because the way we think about tales is organized around some sentences. So when you communicate research or when we do a report, so people that are experienced on that, they expect a certain way of communicating the knowledge. So if we learn this typified ways of communication, which are generous. If we learn that, mm -hmm. we learn how to think about those uh, uh, yeah. uh, aspects and those uh, activities that we carry on in society. So for this, it's so important to learn generous. Mm -hmm. And there are as many generous as human activities we are mm -hmm. performing, so there are lots of, yeah. <laughs> And do students and teachers understand the genres in the similar ways, or are there any differences between? Well, research has extensively shown that there are not only differences, but conflicts. Mm. So the, in many cases, what students think that they have to do and what their professors, their supervisors or their teachers expect them to do is not, as I said, not different, but uh, divergent. So, and this is the origin of many conflicts, mm -hmm. because if you think that your professor expects that you just say what you have read, you do things that they, they are absolutely different of uh, your professor can expect, because in many cases, when it comes to research writing, for example, when it comes to thesis or uh, uh, literature reviews, that are the, the most typical genres in uh, master's and PhD um, studies. So what the professors suspect is you having a voice, mm -hmm. you uh, being able to criticize or to just put an argument and being there as an author. And the majority of the students, they think that this is a way, uh, if you are there, you have just 
to put your opinion and that's not exactly what the what the teachers expect yeah. you to do so they expect you to dialogue with other voices but at the same time you have a different voice from those that you have read and this is difficult mm -hmm. and this is very specific and many students think that they only have to say what they have read and if you put your voice it's like an opinion mm -hmm. and that's contradictory so the best thing that uh professors and students can do is to talk about what do they expect, mm -hmm. what the professors, what the teachers expect from their students when they write the assignments that they have been told to write. And uh, students also have to ask about why do they have to write this type of uh, text, what do you expect from me, what type of text, and this helps both to unpack some assumptions that in many cases are implicit. If we don't talk, I know as a professor what I want, mm. but you don't know, and you think that you know as a student what I am expecting, and that's the origin of misunderstandings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the key is communication. Yeah, it's, it's talking about reading and writing, mm. not just asking to mm. read and write, but talking about why, how, when, these three issues, these three questions are so important. Yeah. What, why, and when. Mm. So this helps to unpack meanings and share meanings about what is uh, need to do. Uh, so you, you recently conducted a study on how PhD students experience the writing process. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us about how the study was conducted and what you learned? And what are the challenges students face when they deal with the writing? Hmm. Actually, we have been conducting studies on the challenges that PhD students experience over the last 10 years. And we have a series of results that are quite consistent. And they are also similar to what other researchers have found. And I, would, I can group or uh, yeah, summarize the main challenges into three big groups. The first one is challenges that the students have to manage the writing processes, not just the cognitive processes, mm -hmm. so planning, reviewing, revising, so all these kind of things that you have to do when writing and when writing difficult texts as a, as a, as a PhD uh, mm -hmm. dissertation or an article, a research article. Mm -hmm. This is a first uh, type of uh, difficulties. And I, I was saying not just the cognitive difficulties, so planning, but also the affective challenges of managing the process, you know, mm, blocks, mm. Uh, procrastination, mm. bad word, you <laughs> don't write because you feel anxious, so you postpone, you postpone, you postpone, but you feel guilty. Mm. Those are affective processes that also you have to learn to, how to manage that, but because this happens to everybody, even to experienced researchers. So that's the first group of challenges. Second group of challenges that we have found in, in, in our studies and other researchers have also signaled, uh, pointed out, are challenges related to the need of knowing the genre. Mm. characteristics mm. and the functions and the purposes. Mm. As I said before, so if you don't know that the tale has to start once upon a time, you are probably uh, finding the way to write a good tale and you probably will fail. Mm. So 
when you write dissertations, when you write a thesis, when you write an article, a research article, there are also certain ways of saying that readers probably expect from you. So you need to know these this, uh, characteristics to these general characteristics. And there are another group of, of, of challenges that are mainly related to the feeling of being part of a community. So feeling or being yeah, as, as a, a someone that can write as a researcher. So feeling legitimate as a mm. researcher, mm. as someone who write as the other researchers that you have read. And yeah. this is extremely difficult for PhD students because they are still students yeah. and they feel as a student mm. and they have been students for many years. Mm. So you read a, a paper, you read a well-known author and said, well, he is a researcher or mm. she is a researcher, <laughs> but me, I'm still learning. So to, to have a stance, to position the, in a different way, so to think, act and write as a researcher, this is difficult mm. and this is another big group of challenges. And it's not just feeling as part of this community of researchers, but also participating in this community. In some cases, also resisting some practices. So being there and accepting that others have to recognize you also mm -hmm. through writing in many cases, but also through other ways of participation. So conferences are also uh, a good way to, to start to participate in the community when it comes uh, with the PhD students. Yeah. So these are the three, I would say, the three main challenges that research has pointed out. But recently what we have seen is that it's not enough if you learn how to manage these three big issues. Mm -hmm. What is most important is that you act strategically in every different situation in which you have to write because there are, mm -hmm. there are a variety of genres. If you mm -hmm. have to present a paper in a conference that's different than if you have to uh, explain your research to other colleagues or if you have to write an article. So being able to decide when you adapt your writing, how and why you present yourself in a certain way, this is even much more complicated. And I think that this is the point that we need to uh, facilitate or we need to help our students to develop as a kind of, mm. I would say, an identity as mm. researchers to be able to write as researchers. Yeah, that's the yes. point. Mm. You are listening to a podcast from UIB Write. And finally, how could university teachers or program coordinators address these challenges? Do you have, or do yeah. you have any... Do you have any recommendations? Recommendations for teachers? What is necessary is to develop specific programs. And many writing centers and many universities have already developed interesting initiatives in this, mm -hmm. in this, uh, in this way, in this direction. I think that the three maybe principles uh, that uh, we need to take into account when we develop programs, the three principal aspects that we need to take into account are first, um, help to students to develop their writing in real and authentic uh, mm -hmm. situations. It's very difficult 
to develop this identity as researchers to be able to take a stance if you only do exercises or if you only pretend as if you were writing yes. something that it's not real. You have to write a real article and try to publish mm -hmm. in order to be able to to put you in a situation which is real and authentic. This is the first principle. So writing in, and that's complex, but at the same time, you cannot reduce the complexity if you want to learn how to manage complex situations. Yeah. This is the first yeah. issue I think we need to take into account. Second issue, and I have already uh, mentioned that before, is that it's not just a matter of providing knowledge. Mm. So it's not just saying, well, an article has these sections and these ways of saying, and that's all. It's also a matter of unpacking what this means. Why uh, an article has these sections? How this mm, means in terms of communicating with other researchers. Mm -hmm. So uh, trying to help the students to reflect on why, when and how. And this is um, the first step for them to be able to decide mm -hmm. what's my stance here in this community. This is the second aspect. The third one is to facilitate when learning um, in these complex situations, to facilitate the practicing writing as an interactive activity. So we are, uh, in, in many cases, we think that writing is an isolated activity, you know, yeah. this idealized idea mm -hmm. of you alone writing and being inspired. <laughs> but that's not the case in many cases. When you write research, you, you are all, always, always surrounding by, by voices. Mm. In some cases, they are uh, voices that are there face to face talking with you. But in other cases, they are the text that you have read, the things that your supervisor have uh, said, all these uh, th voices that are surrounding you, even your own voices. You have been uh, experiencing successes or failures in the past, so mm. there are also voices in your mind. So it's good to make all these voices visible and to facilitate interactive processes. So I mean, for example, to facilitate peer reviewing other people looking at your text, but also other people, peers and supervisors and teachers, teachers talking about your text, talking about the plans, talking about the activity of writing, why to write this way or not, why you have uh, been done until now, how to follow from here, how to continue writing, mm -hmm. and to use drafts as something to think instead of thinking that the first or the second drive should draft should be correct text. Yeah. So expecting the, the, the final and the correct text as soon as possible, in many cases, is not the best way mm -hmm. to have yeah. as yeah. soon as possible <laughs> a, a good text. So it's better to think that it's going to be a process and you have first the draft and this draft is a kind you know a stick memory mm -hmm. so it's something that you have produced but it's at the same time a tool an artifact for you to think mm -hmm. about your own thinking and to go further and to have better thoughts and to elaborate on that so that's another draft and that can be many drafts but yeah. at the end you have been working with your own thoughts in a you know interactive way in the mm -hmm. sense that you have tools 
to practice and to elaborate this, this uh, your own thinking. And if you share these drafts with other peers and also teachers, this is in even a better way. So it's better for you to improve your writing. So I think these are the, the, the three principles that we need to take into account. You have been listening to a podcast from UIB Write.